Hey folks, and welcome to Drinking Alone with Friends, a podcast where three friends drink alone together. My name's Chris. What up? It's Todd. And I'm Obert. And Are the you? red carpet is away. Okay, okay, never mind, this is different. Okay, continue, Todd. <laughs> I, I was just trying I to I am Obert, and uh, we did put the red carpet away. The red carpet is away. Yes. Okay, good job, Todd. It's because we were making fun of him because he doesn't do the opening. Like, <laughs> he was this try- is goes for He's trying. He's trying to are jump in. Are you really over? He's trying to. Are you? Wait a minute. I, I feel I've like known I you start for a off, long time. I feel like I start off enough podcasts where I say something crazy and then we get off the rails and ten minutes later we're sitting here still talking about it. Like now. I mean. Okay. Let's. Yeah. Okay. Hang on. Let's, we're gonna take it from the top. Hey, welcome to Love with friends. My name's Chris. Hey, yo, I'm I'm Todd and I'm Obert. Very confused with where we're going, but okay. <laughs> take it. Take it away, Todd. Oh, I just wanted to know if you were Obert. <laughs> oh, I was giving you I was giving you another at bat and you struck out again. Yeah. <laughs> when the ball goes up and the ball comes down, he swings his bat all the way around. Um wow, okay. So anyways, uh I thought that we 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 blocked off the the night the 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 week after Mr. Oscar for like just a week off. Just a week off yep. because uh you know, of all Nurse the, the hangover. All the all, yeah, the, the pre-hangover of next year's Mr. Oscar. Oh god. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. It's just, you know, like I mean, I feel like we're only doing ourselves a disservice by releasing a, a a podcast after such an amazing podcast. You know, it's just how do we how do we top that? The show goes on. You you can't top it, but uh I guess we gotta we gotta keep going. I guess I believe- the, a wise Freddie Mercury did once say. That's where show, I was going the show, with that. The show must go on. <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to steal your thunder, Ted. You, I, no, that was so, probably really good. So just to give a uh, an update on the horse, the horse is alive. He's uh, back at the corral. Mm-hmm. Um, he finally recovered and and was able to walk all the way back to Maine. Um, maybe, wow. Maybe on second thought, maybe next time we'll get a horse that's closer to Florida. Uh, you know, they have trailers. They have trailers for horses. Yeah, he had to walk. We could do that. There's we also sure. beer for my horses. There is beer for your horses. He stopped in Asheville on the way back and picked up some nice. beer for himself along the way. What beer this horse was bringing? We had while we traversed. Maybe we should have a new segment of what beer is this horse bringing back from the states from Florida to Maine. <laughs> <laughs> it's really catchy, catchy title. It seems like a uh, yeah. good segment. It's, well, it's already a nominee for next year's Mister Oscar twenty twenty one or twenty twenty two. So we never talked about the horse's name. I think it's very clear that a horse is named Oscar at this point. And so the segment could be called, like, Oscar Walks I-95. And uh, <laughs> we just talk about the beer that Oscar gets along I-95 on his way up from Jacksonville to... I think we said... Did we say Tampa Bay? I don't remember Tampa. what Cannon it's was. Tampa. Okay. Somewhere in northern Florida. Yeah, fl- Florida. Somewhere in there. Yeah. It just had to be in Florida. <laughs> it's just a small state. It's a small state. There's no big deal to point out it's an actual tiny. city. It's tiny. Yeah. But, you know... I hope everybody's enjoying their Han Solos. I know I am. You know, the one for Dawn Power Wash showed up. And uh, I'm telling you what, you guys should really aim for the gutters next year because they're beautiful. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. Uh, yeah, I think Crystal really enjoyed hers last I heard. She was talking about that. She stole one? I, I, no, well, she, her and the, man, she tries, she like sends me Snapchats trying to make me jealous and everything. She's talking about how she has these natty daddies and they're 8% and how tipsy she gets. And she brings, right. she bring she, she shares them with her on Solo and, you know, she sends me all these pictures and I'm like, God, Jesus, Crystal. Like, I'm, I'm not supposed to, like, I'm number one, married. Number two, this isn't fair. <laughs> but you save the snapchats anyway you screenshot them anyway i mean you have to just in case just right. just in case what happens i mean have you seen harrison ford when he was 35 well actually 37 in that movie like 37 who's <laughs> counting <laughs> welcome to the mr oscar uh post post show no that's actually a good question did they is it the same harrison ford in frozen and carbonite in uh, Return of the Jedi, or did they literally recast him in Carbonite? Because he had to look good when they thought him out, right? No, he had to stay in there for for two whole years or three whole right. years. I mean, that's what I assume too. And actually, I don't know if that timeline makes sense. I think it's five years. Wasn't seventy six to eighty one, something like that? I don't know. We weren't born. Yet. Star Wars, they, right in. Well, they started shooting. <laughs> George in, Lucas. 
they started shooting three years later, so he was only frozen up until they shot that scene. And then they needed oh, to shoot the rest of the movie with him. Right, right. That makes sense. That makes sense. But all of this Oscar talk. <laughs> no, don't say oh, it. Oh, no. Uh, don't it, say it, Chris. So, wait. Hold on. As a, night shift, as a night shift person, uh, it, is, it, is, it is my morning. So I have the perfect beer for right now. Is that better? Okay. Is that better? Than- yeah. Okay. It was much better. Okay. Than good. What you were gonna say. <laughs> it's beer thirty, and I'm thirsty. I've been working like a dog all week long, so maybe something cold won't hurt me. Cause it's beer thirty, and it's time to party. Yeah, baby. Also, if you're listening to this and you haven't listened to last week's episode. Go back. The jokes make way more sense. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. If this is your first episode, yeah, just like stop now. <laughs> Go back to and then and then play play them. Forward. You'll get it. Yeah, you'll figure. It yeah, out. you'll you'll understand. You'll get it. Also, if if you did listen to last week's episode and you found the Tud Cleo section to be really really funny, like we did, go over to Discord and write in and let us know. Yes. Also, do that. So, what are you drinking, Chris? <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I said, I'm a night shifter. So this is, uh, this is prime time, baby. This is when I wake up. Well, actually, no, it's like at work time, but when you're halfway through a night shift and you need a little pick me up, I got a perfect thing for you. Okay. Oh yeah. And that, that is a Guinness nitro cold brew coffee, uh, that they made into a, uh, beer. It's not, I guess it says cold brew coffee. It's beer with coffee and natural coffee flavors must be 21 plus to purchase so um yeah i saw this in the store and our love for coffee is notorious so yes um and i haven't had a guinness number one in a while and number two i haven't had a lot of the alcoholic coffees so i was like ah, let's give it a shot it's only four percent alcohol uh but i'm going oh. to yeah perfect night morning beer yeah it's, a, it's, it's just it's perfect <laughs> for a little pick me up at lunch um so uh, I'm very excited. Of course, you hear the little nitrogen dingle doggled in there. I don't know what it's called, but the, I forgot is that technical name. Yeah, the dingle, the dingle dongle. <laughs> the dingle dongle. Um, so I'm pretty excited for this. Uh, hopefully, it is solid. I'm gonna pour exactly like the can says, which means into uh, let it settle and then pour at a 45 degree angle. So I got the protractor and everything uh, into into your glass. So here we go. Ooh. That is quite the sound. Yeah, that yeah was... as we know, every uh, dingle dongle has the, the spirits of brewers past trapped <laughs> in it. The sound you're hearing is is their ghost being released out of the can. <laughs> is it one ghost per can or is it multiple ghosts yeah. per can? Yeah, uh, we don't have that many brewers, okay. so it's only you only get one ghost per can. Wait, are you pouring it at a 45 degree cup angle or a 45 degree can angle? I went with cup angle. I assume that's what they meant. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Oh, look at that. Look at that thing go. Look at it go. Ooh, oh, wow. Oh, oh like man. Tasty Guinness pour. Oh, so nice. Nice frothy head. I mean, essentially what you expect a Guinness to look like when you pour it into a glass. Um, a little bit, I think, uh, a little bit uh, dark, uh, not darker, a little bit undarker than um, <laughs> than what you're used to. I know Guinness is normally dark, dark, dark. This one has got a hint of brown to it. Nice thick head, which is everybody's favorite. We all know that. Um <laughs> <laughs> and uh yeah the only thing i get i mean i guess i get i guess i get a little bit of that guinness smell but i think the the big pull away is uh is the coffee so um you know as someone who's going to be up for another six or seven hours i'm pretty excited about this uh so yeah and let's, let's get into it and also i like the can the goldish the goldish black can i like that so um yeah that was one thing i i noted too is if you didn't look carefully i would have just said it's a regular Guinness can, but the top is that gold color. Yeah. Um, it looks very much like a regular Guinness. The words, they do say nitro coffee, but it's in the Guinness font. How, how surprised would you be if you got that, poured it, expecting a Guinness, and just got coffee right to the face at like 11 o'clock at night? Pretty surprised. Uh, I mean, I would, it, yeah, color, color me surprised. But uh, so let's, uh, you know what? Let's get into it. I need to pick me up that nice, big, frothy head there. Beautiful. Mm-mm-mm. Maybe, maybe like a hint of for some. I'm getting like a hint of caramel off the head now. So let's see, let's see, let's see, let's see what the mouth tastes. Do you have caramel? Is okay. Got it. I'm gonna, One I'm more. gonna guess that you're gonna call this coffee-ish. 
Now, wait, what do you, why are you predicting all these flavors, Todd? Uh, just, just. <laughs> I, he felt a tingle of the spirit. Just mention, just mentioning his name, he got, he got the tingle of the spirit coming through him. Uh, so this is extremely good. Um, you know, I am a big fan of both coffee, obviously, and Guinness. Um, now you do get, it is, it is, I will say the, it starts off a bit on the sweet side. Um, probably from some of the, the those caramel dark malts that we talk about uh, quite a bit. Uh, but then it really does hit you pretty hard with a, a, like a strong coffee flavor and it tails off into into just coffee bitterness. So um, mm. a, a word of the wise, if you're, if you're a light and sweet kind of person for your coffee, <laughs> which I don't think any of us are, I think we're all black or close to it, um, then... Uh, it might not be the beer for you, but if you like just like a straight like you know like coffee flavor with that bitterness on the end, uh, very very solid. Um, the nitrogen, as you can imagine, works really really well with uh, coffee. It adds a lot of mouthfeel. It adds that nice thickness. Um, so I mean, I'm a big I'm a big fan right now. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go again. Let's see see what happens the fourth time around. Yeah, makes me wonder what it would be like if you just tried to make some cold brew with guinness how that would work out hmm would you like use like coffee beans and then instead well, yeah, of water like what, use guinness yeah what if we just french pressed with coffee with ground coffee uh, a guinness and uh mm. you do our old french press technique that would be that would definitely be interesting um, so it's like the th- is that is that what that would might taste like maybe uh i don't know like now that I'm, I'm getting, I am getting the bitterness still, but now a little bit more of the sweetness in the middle now, which is kind of nice. Um, yeah, this is really good. Uh, very like just like a smooth four percent. Like you know, you're not going to get super drunk off of it or anything. But um, if so you like you. yourself, yeah, I know, right? Yeah, I'll be slurring my words. At the end of this, <laughs> um, there is 1.1 gram of protein as well, which I didn't mention. But for you bodybuilders out there, that's not too bad. Get uh, swole. It gets swole. Uh, but yeah, no, it's like um, really, really, really solid, just really well-rounded. There's nothing to, like, it's just it's just really, really good. It's one of those beers like Tud you had, I think, last week where you're like, it, is this a beer or coffee? <laughs> I mean, it does say nitro cold brew coffee on it, obviously, but it does say a beer mixed with it. But I'd get very little beer. I get almost all coffee. Maybe a tad bit on the front end, I get that beer. But then hmm. um, from there on out, it's not... It's just straight up, straight up 4% coffee, which is, hey, I, I'm here for it. <laughs> <laughs> so for a tailgate, would you like bring this along instead of iced coffee? Would this be a good substitute instead of like pouring Baileys in your iced coffee or no? I think, oh man. I mean, it depends on what you're going for. I mean, if you're going, if you're, if you're, if the end, if it's a, if it's a, if it's an afternoon game, if it's a noon game, then you want, you, then you'd want the hard stuff because you won't get drunk enough fast enough drinking these. If it's like a 4 p.m. game or something, <laughs> then you might be able to start, start your morning off right this way. Uh, and you don't have to go straight to just pouring hard liquor into your coffee. Um, I'm going to give this a four and a quarter. I like it a lot. It's everything I like about coffee and guinness like just wrapped up into one um so hey i'm glad i have three more of them let's just just say that yeah i'm glad i have three more now untapped ah, see this is a tough one for me i feel like this is weird it's not too weird but i think it's weird i think people i think untapped's not gonna like it as much as i as i do i have a number in my head but i'm curious how many check-ins there are we got a tud cleo moment happening uh there are six thousand one hundred and sixty eight check-ins Okay, yeah, I feel like this is going to be a 3.76. Close, but not close enough. 3.94. Ah, okay, okay. It might be close enough. We don't it know. It might be. That's no. I I listen, I the the way Obert was the way Obert was like warming up in the pregame today, I don't know. He's going to be tough to beat, but um okay, good. I'm glad because when I gave it a 4 and a quarter, I was like, "Oh man, am I going to be like I thought I was going to be super high because but hey, a 3.94, I'll take it. I'll take it every day of the week. Um, it deserves it too. I mean, it's a, it's, it's one of the, it's a very well done, just nitro cold brew coffee. So hey, cheers to you, Guinness. It's like, it's like you've picked up a thing or three over the last however many million years. <laughs> I think a thousand years is how long they've been around for. Oh, okay, not quite a million then. Almost. If you round up to the nearest million, it's been a million. Two thousand uh, years. Fun fact: 
Jesus Christ drank Guinness before the, the wine. <laughs> the original. Oh man! But <laughs> Todd, I see you over there. Do you have Do you have coffee? It looks like you'd use a perk up. Do you want some Do you want some coffee Guinness? Sure, hand it through the camera. I'll drink some. Fantastic. You know what? <laughs> I'm gonna guess that Untapped rated this a 3.94. Damn it! No. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think that's how our taste division works. Maybe. <laughs> Um, so this week I brought a beer that was given to me, or I guess not really given to me. As we discussed in the past episode, Mama the Pod put together a beer egg hunt on Easter. And so Some one would of the say beer, a beerster egg hunt. There you go. Um, or an Easter beer hunt, because they weren't really eggs, they were just beers. That's also true. A beerster yeah. beer hunt. <laughs> a beerster beer hunt. From the beast beerster beer. <laughs> <laughs> all right <laughs> so one of the beers that i won while looking around and i don't know if i really won it um because it's it's a shabin brewer, uh, beer and shabin is hit or miss depending on the the beer but this is Wait, by you mean when you say you don't know if you really want it you mean because you didn't find many of the beers right just so we're clear yes you, that's true you mean that's true. that torian found this and gave it to you correct <laughs> okay <laughs> Correct. I actually think this is one that like actually Torian really did find, or we swapped because I had like three of the green ones. Um, so this is called Salted Caramel Cannoli, and it is an ale brewed with spices, caramel, malts, and sea salt. Sounds yummy. It is a uh, 5.2% ABV beer uh, brewed by Shabin out of Waterbury or Woolkit, Connecticut. I thought it was Waterbury. Uh, so it does give you an idea of how to dress it up. Now, I will say that I, I, I do not have these items. But to dress her up, serve with a powdered sugar rim and top it off with chocolate shavings. Wow. They really go all out. I guess if it's a cannoli, you know. That is true. So um, let's get the pour. You know, we don't have cannolis out here as much. It's things like that you don't notice till you move to Montana that you that you miss from the 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 immigrant culture of the East Coast that we don't really have as much in Montana. You don't have that Italian influence here. That is interesting because, like, yeah, I would just assume everybody had cannolis. That's what I did too. I was like, uh, was talking to something like, oh, I could go for a cannoli, and someone was like, "What's a cannoli?" I like my, I'd pick my job off the floor. Wow, are you sure you're just not talking to a weird is? person? I mean, I haven't seen. This way, I go out of my way to get a cannoli every chance I can now, and they those chances don't come very often. There's not a lot of cannolis out here. Huh. The, the, this conversation was in the context of me getting Ben and Jerry's cannoli ice cream, which was an amazing choice, but they were like, what's cannoli? It's like, oh, man. <laughs> so got, weird. Yeah. So do you have desserts out there that we don't have on the East Coast? Ooh, Is there like a Montana a pie? Better question. Um, Probably. But uh, nothing's coming to mind moose, right now. Moose poop. I'll think about it. Yeah, we do have cultural food here that isn't available on the uh, East Coast, but none, no desserts that I can really think of. Well, wait, wait, so if you're going to go down this path, what is a cultural food that you have um, out there that we don't have? Uh, beef pasties. They are uh, like beef in a pastry uh, pocket, basically, with potatoes. They're from Butte. It's so- uh it's their thing. So a a hamburger hot pocket. Kind of. I've had I've had a, I've actually had something like that at a brewery. I forgot what they called them. I don't. It wasn't that, but it they There's were. There's like Jamaican beef patties are a similar idea, but seasoned totally differently uh, without the potato. Yeah. yeah. Okay. I for, I forgot what these were, but they, they were they were spectacular. Sounded just like them, but oh, but that's no. one of our things that like no one in Connecticut's heard of. Yeah. No. Yeah. So I'm, I'll have to do some I, more I surveys. Yeah. About cannolis around here. But uh, they're hard to come by. That was one thing when I went back to Connecticut. I got a, I had to stock up on cannolis because I was like, this is my only chance. Over, I'm putting a beef patty thing on the, the list. Pasty. Pasty. It, it was close. Beef it's pa- spelled like pasty, but it's not pasty. pronounced that way. They will, they will yell at you if you say it that way. Todd's <laughs> <laughs> like, you heard what I said. Yeah, I'm not even gonna. I'm not even gonna front. I'm just gonna say pasty. All right. So the beer poured pretty good. A uh, little bit of residual head stuck to the glass. Um, deep amber color. Uh, definitely more of a darker style beer without being a, a stout or a porter. On the nose, such a, such a thin, short-lasting head. Ugh. <laughs> it's because there's no there's no shaved chocolate on top. 
That is true. Uh, it's true. Yeah, would have would have preserved it. Yeah, that makes sense. So it is. It does smell. It smells a lot of like like a Belgian style smell to it. Definitely mm. more of those. Now, now, when you were describing the when you showed me the can, I was expecting a pastry style, but based on what you just told us and what I can see in the webcam, that's not what this looks like. No, it is. I think it's more of like a like a pastry ale. Yeah. Not to mention it was like really, really clear from what I was seeing. Right. Yeah. It was very much a caramel color, not a dark, deep black billion SRM beer. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Huh. So it is clear. Um, it's very well filtered. I am surprised by the nose that, that it's more Belgian-y. Like I'm thinking of like when I had like a Chimay, like it smells exactly like that, that quarter, that triple uh, Belgian style smell. Um, I guess because it's not really brewed with any pastries. Like it's not... It, I don't see that it's made with like cannoli wraps or anything like that. It just looks like it's brewed with spices and caramel malts and sea salt. So um let's let's dive on in. Huh. So the first thing I can taste, or the, I guess the last thing that I taste, I'll work backwards here. The last thing I taste is salt. Um my mouth is salty. My lips are salty. Huh. I feel like I just got out of, like, the ocean. Like, that's, like, the type of, like, and I've swallowed some, like, seawater. Sounds like the biggest flavor you get. It definitely is the longest lasting flavor that I have. Like, like I feel like I just ate, like, tortilla chips. Like, really salty chips. Like, it's very strange to have, drink a beer and have that, that happen. Um, sorry to take another sip so I can describe the rest of it. Yeah, Mexican cannoli so far. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I guess if you if you eat like salted caramel, like that after salting flavor is kind of like that gets left over from eating a salted caramel. Salted caramel. Yeah, oh. it, it, that is kind of similar to what it is. The the beginning, I wouldn't really call it cannoli. I wouldn't really call it caramel. It's it kind of is more Belgiany in flavor, kind of like that 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 you know. Ripe banana flavor up up front with that sweet that ripe banana sweetness, you know. There's definitely a hint of of some type of like bread like taste, but it's not it's not like a cannoli fluffy pastry or like, not like like the cannoli wrap. It's it's more bread like if that makes sense. Like it's it's more weedy weedy like yeasty type flavor coming from that Belgian-y flavors. You're saying yeah. Yeah, with that mixed in with that that ultra ripe banana. This is um very weird. I would not have pegged this beer to taste like this. I would not have pegged this beer to look like this. That's what I wanted to ask you. Were you surprised as I was at when you poured this out? Because I only saw the label for a second, but this is not what I was expecting. So when I read on the can that it was an ale, like I knew going into it that it was going to be an ale. It wasn't going to be a stout. But I, I'm trying to remember. I know I've had some of their cannoli beers before. Not the salted caramel one, but they, they do other ones. Oh, okay. I didn't know that. Yeah, and I'm just trying to I'm trying to think back to the last time that I had them, if the cannoli beer was a stout or not. And I'm, I'm just drawing a blank. Um, I, the last time I think I went there was with Chris. Uh, he and I went up there to get Trailblazer one day when they were doing a release at the brewery. And I, I'm just not a, I'm not a, I'm not very high on Shabin. Um, they're okay, but they're not like, they're not the best, but they're definitely not the worst in the state. They're just kind of there. Um, they do a lot of, they brew a lot of beers out of their brewery. Um, so like before Connecticut Valley was in South Windsor, it brewed out of their building, which is why we had to go there for Trailblazer when it was released. So they are pretty big in that space, but overall their beer is hit or miss. But their cannoli beer is considered like their flagship beer and like their most popular beer that they sell. But this is weird. Overall, I'm not, I'm not super impressed. I don't think, I mean, it's not the worst beer I've had. Um, it's not the best beer I've had, but I would drink it like if I, if I was there and it was what they had on tap and it was, you know, I don't even, actually, you know, I don't even know if I'd order this beer again. I'm going to give this, I'm going to give it a three and a half for a rating. Okay. Understandable. If they have other cannoli beers that are better. Right. I would try their other cannoli beers over drinking this one again. As far as the untapped diverse goes, I feel like I'm going to be a little low. I think this is more of a more of an okay beer, um, you know, more of like the 375 range. Um, I'm going to go 374. Pretty close, Todd. It's um 3.70 with 338 check-ins. Oh, what so the hell? people so <laughs> people were also kind of down on it. 
Uh, I must have pulled. I must have pulled up the wrong one. Sorry. The salted caramel cannoli. Oh, Is it 4.0? Okay, no, 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 no. I pulled up the original cannoli beer. Cannoli. Yeah. What? Did, what was that one rated? I'm wondering. Just. No, I'm not telling you. Just. Well, actually, um, you can, you have the option. You can either go with what you got, or you can go against the regular cannoli one. No, I, I am curious <laughs> to know. Like, is it is, or at least tell me, is it better or worse than this from an untapped diverse rating? Much, much worse. Three point three five. I was actually like Whoa, sort of excited. I was really? Like, hey, yeah. Whoa. Yeah. yeah I the, thought the for cano- sure. Yeah. The cannoli, the regular cannoli beer is a 3.35 with almost 4,000 check-ins. So I actually yeah. got like, I started doing a little dance in my head when you th- said 3.7 something. And I was like, ah, oh, damn, never mind. <laughs> wow. Is that so? So are, are all of them that low? I only looked at the, the one, the one incorrect one. Um, I I remember like Shabin's been fine when I've had them, and yeah, I think the only time I've ever been there was to pick up two two cases of Trailblazer that one time. So Chris, know. I think you've had another one of their beers, and I think we I I know there's one that in particular that that I think is okay. Um, now after looking it up, I re- remember having it. I think I had it with you, and it's the Baby Seal Dance Party. Mm hmm. Yes, yes, I have had that one. Yeah, that one was pretty good. And that's their highest rated that w- beer on Untapped. I forgot that was them. I always get that one and Baby Fight Club uh, uh, confused, but that was a different. That's a different brewery, I think. I thought you invented Baby Fight Club. I did. They took the, the idea from me. <laughs> so there's one review left. Yeah. So there's one left. Obert, I hope you finished your beer from the pregame because you're up. I did. If you want to hear about it, check us out on Patreon. I'll make but quarter in the meantime, a time. I have a beer. I'm very excited to bring to the podcast. This is one of those ones that I was walking through the grocery store, you know, just happened to be down the beer aisle because why not? And had to, it stopped me in my tracks. Um, this is from Bitterroot Brewing, and they make one of my favorite IPAs in Montana that uh, you can find on tap most places. Their IPA that they make that I really like is called their Dirt Church. Um, and... It's a really good one, and I had never seen this before. It looks like it's a seasonal release. It might be this is the first year they're they're doing it. This is their Snow Church, which is their milkshake India Pale Ale, uh, juicy and hazy, Montana made, five point six ABV. Uh, so, I like Bitterroot. I love their Dirt Church, and I'm very excited to try out the Snow Church because I I picked up a six pack, and I'm hoping it's as good as the Dirt Church. But we'll see. It says on the side of the can here. First chair, first tracks, and freshies. This hazy milkshake IPA is dedicated to the love of pow. What is pow? Powder. It's uh, fresh snow. These are these are things you know if you're if you're someone who who goes to Snow Church every Sunday. <laughs> well, I was going to ask, what is a what is Dirt Church? I mean, is that a special term that Montanaans use to describe sleeping on the ground? I don't know. Like, what's up? No, I got the impression it's like maybe it's a mountain biking thing. It's like how you spend your Sunday mornings. You're out at dirt church. You're out there, uh, you know, in the dirt. That makes sense. The snow church is kind of the same thing. There's a little picture of a mountain on the front with some fresh tracks coming down from a skier or snowboarder. Um, but yeah, let's dig in. Let me pour this guy. This is a uh, head for Chris for sure. Oh, yeah. I like that. Nice, thick, long lasting. That is pouring very interestingly. Like, I can't believe is... it took us 134 episodes to make that joke. But, uh, <laughs> Here's to 134 we more. <laughs> we probably did it way earlier. But um, yeah, I mean, it's, I don't know if you, how well you guys can see. It's dark. It's definitely unfiltered, but it's dark for a hazy IPA. This is not a bright, this is not a green, this is not a Julius. This is almost brown yeah. looking. It's not, it's not orange. It's not yellow, lemony color. This is like a brown, dirty-looking, hazy IPA. Um, was that your comment when you were talking about how it looked when you were, when I was pouring it, Todd? Yeah, it just looked it looked weird for supposedly being an IPA. It's it's darker than my beer. Like yes, well, that, and I was shocked at how light your beer was. Yeah, it's just it's um, very strange. It's definitely yeah. lighter than Chris's. <laughs> So yeah, we got about an inch of head that's sticking around on here, maybe inch and a half, just hanging out on top of this beer. And it's uh, my favorite thing to do on this podcast, describing the flavor of a hazy IPA. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know why I'm so bad at it, but I'll do my best. I do my best every time I have one of these on. Um, 
Well, I get that that lactose smell that you can kind of identify. It's subtle, but it's that that sweetness, that lactose sweetness you get with those milkshake IPAs comes through on the nose. It overwhelms a lot of the other aromas. You know, I do get some nondescript hop aromas. I can't really say if it's very citrusy or dank at this point. It just smells like hops. I'm not too sure what the hop profile is on this. It'd be one I'd be curious to check out what what they brewed this with. But let's uh, let's dig in. I like beer. Robert's favorite drop. I'm going to fast forward that one. The audience is going to love it. It's going to be chipmunk singing. They like you. <laughs> so let's see how this tastes. Initial reactions? I don't know. I'm not sold. It's not the immediate hit for me that the Dirt Church was the first time I had it on tap. The Dirt Church tasted like a good all-around double IPA. Uh, not super fruity, but um, it had a good balance of earthy as well as citrusy. This might even be the same hot profile because I get those flavors through, but I don't think the milkshaking, is that the official term? Milkshaking improved think, the beer much. I think it brings all the boys to the yard. Yeah, this is, I am one boy that was not brought to the yard by the milkshaking. <laughs> so it's not better than hers, damn right? Mm, yeah, I don't know. But I mean, it was affordable. I think a six pack was, you know, nine fifty or something. So that's a pretty good price. It's a, yeah, it's you know an approachable everyday bitterroot brewing. They they try and keep their prices reasonable. They're not the twenty dollars for a four pack kind of thing that you see uh, with the, especially with the sixteen ounce cans. They do almost everything in twelve ounce cans, and um, it's not bad. I mean, it's very drinkable. What did I say? It was five five point six ABV. I can tell. I'm just like throwing this back. I think I might have to crack another one before the end of the podcast. But I like it. It's not as good as the Dirt Church though. Um, that one was just so, such a good beer that it's hard for me to, to love this one because I, like I said, it stopped me in the tracks at the grocery store. I was like, Snow Church? I didn't know this existed. I got to try this. <laughs> well, I'm going to go back. The Dirt Church for me, it's probably a four and a half. The Snow Church, not that good. It's still good. Um, it's going to be a four, I think. I'm giving this a four. That's still pretty good, for, especially by good. your ranking standards. Yeah. Um, a little bit too earthy as i'm getting into this you know it's got definitely got that west coast plus milkshake which i don't know are there any good west coast milkshakes out there if you're a good west Mil- west coast milkshake ipa right in <laughs> <laughs> let us know i'll drink you i'll happily drink you but i've never ha- had one all the good milkshakes i think milkshake ipas have been much brighter much citrusier so it's mm. like piney with with lactose yeah not super high on the piney as much as it is the earthy dirty flavors okay um like i said still four i still like it um would you say that it's elegant i would say it's not elegant Um, (laughs) i mean it's it's a derivative of a beer that is named after dirt so (laughs) so every man ipa every man milkshake ipa Mm. um i don't know what untapped is gonna think about it though this is in that weird montanans don't use untapped zone and um i mean i will tell you there's only 249 check-ins so okay that's like the same number as my pregame it is the exact same number oh yeah that's right yeah oh wow okay i didn't even think about that yeah but uh so yeah what do you uh what do you montanans think of this why don't montanans use untapped yeah we're too busy going to snow church on sundays and getting out and shredding the pal being gnarly you know that kind of thing well my logic has to conclude that if my last beer with 249 check-ins was rated a 4.09, so will this one. So I'm sticking with that number, 4.09. Nope, nope, not not as not as lucky this time around. Okay. Uh, 3.75. 3.75. Okay. Yeah, yep. I buy that. Um, it's not great, but who knows? Um, so that means Tud M O P T honk honk honk. Man of people. Well, honk, I, honk, honk. Are you sure it wasn't just the regular cannoli beer? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it might have been. This is. It, oh, it seems like there's Tud, uh, asterisk. Um, yeah, Tud, okay. Tud moves into the undisputed lead here on the board. Five tally marks. The first one to get the, the horizontal diagonal. And the new undisputed champ that was also previously the champ, Tud. Well, it will be disputed every week on this podcast. But. Um, I listen. I put my I put my belt on the line against all comers. 
Okay. So, now that we are through our beer reviews, I had, like, a fun little thing that Dana and I were talking about. Um, you know, and, and I got my shot of caffeine now, you know, coursing through the yeah. veins. Um, so, as you may or may not know out there, I have a three-and-a-half-year-old, right? Okay. Who okay. is uh, who is learning every every day, learning many things, saying many words, and because he is interpreting more, and because he is also saying things, and they're not quite exactly what they're not quite exactly what what uh, what he may mean. My life is becoming a full blown game of codonames. So okay. <laughs> so I present to you the first ever segment. Uh, and don't get me wrong, there will be more to come. These are just the ones I could think of off the top of my head. But first ever segment of My Life is Becoming Kodanames. It's an interactive style segment uh, where I will give you a category and what it is what is either said between me and Dana to hide the to hide from him because obviously he can he knows or what he says and what he means. So okay, so let me get this straight. So CJ's trying to learn the English language. Yes, with the speaking no other language before this one. Correct. And uh, and we're gonna try and figure out what words he means to what he what he's trying to say, or what words you're trying to keep hidden from him. Exactly. Yes. Okay. This sounds fun. I'm liking this game. Yeah. So and and we're calling this the segment what again? The the segment is is called my life is becoming codenames. So okay, which of course is code names, which was. <laughs> which was espanolized by Tud's wife. So <laughs> yeah, and, and I recently made a handle for the online version. It's great. Check it out. There you go. See, there like you ten go. episodes ago. So we are exploiting your three and a half year old son. Luckily, yes, as he outgrows this, your other son is going to be growing into this face. Years, so this years is of never content. End, it's a never ending segment. I thought for sure this was going to be that when when you started, I thought you were going to be telling him to pronounce beer names and then being like, "What did he mean to say?" Uh, that could be fun too. That could be fun too. I actually did think about, and of course, uh, this is this is like beta version. Okay, this is beta version of the segment. But I ha- I did think it would be fun if I got him recording some of them and we drop them in. Um, yeah, I would do a little reading comprehension. Yeah. Here. Uh, so it, it's a pretty a pretty uh, straightforward thing. Um, these I I, I think they're going to be easier than we think, but you never know. Um, so we're going to start off with. Okay, well, well, here, here's here's a lob. Here's a lob. Okay, just so you guys know, um, kind of how the game is gonna work. So this is an easy one, right? So this is a place, and we simply say the not inside. <laughs> Does anybody want to guess? <laughs> so you're gonna, are, so you're gonna tell us that this is a this is an adult word or a CJ word. This is an adult. This is an adult code word. Yes. Okay. Okay. Yeah, so this I, the adult code guess. is the not inside. The not inside. Place. Todd, I, I feel like you. I feel like you may have cracked this code. I, I may have cracked the code. <laughs> I'm gonna go now with wait, CJ. CJ's in bed, right? We don't want him to overhear this. No, no, no. Yeah, we, we, yeah. He's in bed. He can't hear me. Do Imagine I have to answer he, in the form of a like, question? No, no, no. Just, just shout it out. Just shout it out. It's there's no real. That, there's no real. There's no real point system. It's just fun. <laughs> I'm gonna say outside outside you got it see look it's that so that's what we're going for um and on the alternate uh so this is a little bit easy a little bit harder i should say um so this is something cj says and it's a thing to do use the frog use the frog yep um jumping no that's a good guess it's a good guess i'm gonna say well no turtles are what they keep sanding um I'm gonna say I'm still gonna say sandbox. Todd, I like it. You're you're thinking outside the box. You're thinking of child apparatus apparati. I don't know if that's right. Um, sure. But uh, so this one's a little bit tough. We have a frog urinal that CJ has. So okay, when he says potty. Use, when he says okay. use the frog, it means he has to go pee in the potty. So uh, so <laughs> so if he sees a frog outside, does he automatically associate that with peeing on it? No, 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 no. He knows that his pee potty is, or his peeing, like, it's it's like, a, I didn't know they made these, by the way. Things you find out is, like, there's, like, like a little a little urinal that you hang on the wall, and it's, it, the kids pee in it. I'm like, man. Who kid, knew? Kids nowadays, they have it, everything, everything's laid out. I know. All right, so, <clears throat> the next thing is an adult code word. Uh, it is a snack, and it is gelatinous animals. <laughs> 
Well, there's two it could be. Well, there's a couple, but uh, I'm assuming it's gummy bears. I'm going to say gummy worms. Gummy bears, gummy <laughs> worms. I'll accept. It's 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 gummy gummies, any kind of gummies, but yes. So, yeah. Gelat- fruit snacks. Fruit sure. snacks. Yeah, fruit snacks. Yeah, we can't say that. I've learned um, but- I've learned so far that that adult code names much easier to figure out than kid code names. <laughs> that's yeah. cuz you're an adult. That's the thing. You're supposed to be able to figure <laughs> these out. All right. <laughs> Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah. See, you can pick it up. You're on our wavelength. Yeah. You think you think you're, you're smarter than a three and a half year old. Congratulations. You got that big boy brain. <laughs> the biggest, strongest brain in the world. All right. Um, so we're going to go back to CJ. Okay. Um, so this is a description of something. And he says, Eggler. Eggler. Can we have country of origin? <laughs> <laughs> The United States. Uh, uh, yeah. So this is this hey. is a this is a adjective. I don't know if that helps. Adjective. Ted, I must say you're looking very Eggler today. <laughs> you know, Ober, I was thinking the same that you were also looking Eggler today. Quite Eggler. Quite Eggler. Much Eggles. Well, now that you now that you told me it's an adjective, like I was first going to guess like Eggo waffle, mm, but like that would be good. That would be a good. Uh, that'd be a good guess. You guys Eggler. can you guys can throw in the towel if you'd like. Oh no, I, we have to. I, 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 live, I, I live. At least with come up with one ridiculous guess. I, I so. live with him. I know what, exactly what he means. <laughs> can you use it in a sentence, or will that give it away? Mm, it might give it away. Um, I want to use the Eggler. No, that's a noun. Oh yeah. <laughs> give us use it in a sentence. Then then that'll that'll help the audience. I, guess too. Okay. Um, I want an. Eggler pancake. Oh, it was a waffle. Well, no, I just said pancake because I we. <laughs> so basically, you he has he has either one option, which is Eggler, or a different option, which may be a little bit more exotic. Uh, is he just talking about eggs? No. Oh man, you gotta talk about breakfast now. No, I, well, I mean, he does say because he says Eggler pancakes, but um, uh, Eggo waffles. I'm no, with I'm with him. It's CJ. Listen, I, I hear you. That's what he's trying to say. Every time he says it, he wants an ego. He no, he knows how to say waffle. <laughs> he, he knows waffle. He's he's saying regular pancakes versus chocolate chip pancakes, which okay. I couldn't, I, you know. So yep, so Eggler pancakes. Eggler pancakes. Yes. Yep. Makes sense now. Obert, you are looking very Eggler today. You are very Eggler. All right, we'll do. I mean, we got one, like one or two more. I don't know. So yeah, yeah. Um, so one this is an adult code word um and i'll there's two different ones the I'm first one is the the first one <laughs> we're crushing these yeah these ones you get the first one is tough the second one uh they're the same thing so I'll, I'll give you the first one first if you don't get it i'll give you the second one so uh first thing is the blue thing <laughs> this is something we say to cj to well, keep I'm him from gu- knowing what we're talking about i'm gonna guess that it's something blue that is a guess yes um, is it related to bedtime or nap time in any way? No, it is okay. a toy. I forgot. I didn't. Is, I didn't give a. I didn't give a. Uh, a, a use category. it in a sentence. Is it? Oh yeah. Is it like a, like a blue shit? Like a dump truck? No, no. A Nintendo Switch. Closer. A lot closer. Uh, a Nintendo DS. Okay. Well, Switch is closer than DS. We we a we tablet. we. we yeah, there it is. Tud got it. Yes, it's okay. It's one of the Amazon tablets with the whole protective case around it. So, oh, and the case is it, blue. We call it the blue thing. Um, that was a tough one to decode without you know living in your household. The but. next, well, the next one is small screen. That would have given it away probably. So, okay, yeah. So I was gonna give it to you, but you guys were you you know you sussed it out a lot quicker than I thought you were going to. To be fa- <laughs> to be fair, <laughs> to be fair. Um, all right, uh, we'll do, let me see. I don't have a ton more, but I will get more because he is my son, so he's always here. <laughs> uh, so, let me see. The next one we're gonna do, all right, I'll, I'll, we'll finish with a lob. We started with a lob, we'll finish with a lob. I have some, I have some tough ones, but I wanna save them for future, okay. future segments. Okay. So, it is a snack or food item, and CJ says, cold paypakes. I mean, I feel like it's related it, to the last one. Yeah, I know. I feel like this is another pancake 
pancake one. I feel like your kid only eats pancakes. But it's cold pancakes. Which is Which weird. is just bread. <laughs> is it just bread? No. <laughs> I like that though. Uh, you were you were you were right. Pancakes is is it is pancakes in our household, so I'll give you that. You you got so, that. I'll tell you what, listeners, you might not know this, but Chris if you give Chris a stack of cold pancakes, he'll destroy them. <laughs> You eat them all. I don't see the appeal. Like hot pancakes, pancakes, yes. No, hot pancakes, yes. Cold pancakes, like how's the butter melt on them? How's the syrup? Don't worry, get all, Chris like... has already eaten them. By the time that you've turned down this plate of cold pancakes, Chris has already finished them. I don't know if I've ever had cold pancakes. I distinctly remember being like, "What are we gonna do with this leftover batter?" And Chris being like, "Just make the pancakes. <laughs> oh, Just make them." Oh, okay, yes. And uh, never mind. We'll, we'll finish. <laughs> uh, so, like, okay, so you guys are on the right track. Cold pancakes to him though are frozen pancakes. So he will legitimately just ask for frozen pancakes and eat them. Like, and he loves them. I don't know why. He's like cold pancakes. I'm like, yeah, sure, whatever. Yeah, have you, you have you ever tried one of these things? No, I have not. I have not. But he does eat regular like hot pancakes. You know. So, so what you make pancakes? No, no, no. And then no. you put them in the freezer? No, no, no. They're frozen. They're like pre-frozen pancakes. They're like the egos of pancakes. That exists. Yeah. Yeah. You you find out about it when you become a parent. I didn't know that they had that Ego is making making pancakes now. They've moved from waffle technology. They, they, they just they beyond. just flatten them out. They learned how to <laughs> just cook them. You just cook them in the toaster. Uh, we use the microwave, but I think you can use the toaster. Interesting. Yeah, cold, cold pancakes. Okay, well, I feel like I didn't get the slot because I didn't know that these even existed. Yeah, but, uh, cold pancakes. Where have you? So where have you been living so in Montana? Does he eat them cold? He eats them frozen. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Gotcha. I mean, he, well, he will also eat them warm, but like in the middle of the day, he's just like, cold pancake? I'm like, whatever, kid. Okay. I mean, he's you just, do you. He's just trying to it. cool down. He's you just trying, I get maybe. him. Maybe. It's hot down here. It's hot, and he runs around a lot, so maybe. So that was something fun that me and Dana were talking about. My life is becoming Kodanamis, and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> and it's it's just the, the, brilliant, the brilliant mind of a three-and-a-half-year-old. That's pretty much what it is. So... <laughs> Oh. I like it. That was a good segment. Um, I really would like to have him read some beer names for us, and we have to try and decode. That'd be fun. Yeah. But I, uh, maybe that's next year. Who knows? Maybe, maybe it's four and a half year old uh, level. Maybe. Well, we'll, I'll see what I can do. See what I can put together. <laughs> yeah. Chris, I do need you to do something, though, before next week's episode. Yes. I need you to try a frozen pancake and report back with what does it taste like. Maybe, I'll, maybe that's what I'll do instead of a, a beer next week. I'll just do a frozen pancake. Bring on frozen pancakes. (laughs) I mean, Uh, you as a lover of cold pancakes, maybe you might love frozen pancakes too. This this is this is this is becoming canon. Lover of cold pancakes is probably not exactly correct. (laughs) Chris takes them off the griddle, throws them in the freezer. (laughs) It's the only way I'll eat them. They're too hot, damn it. They're too hot. I don't want none of these hot cakes. I want some cold cakes. Cold cakes. Oh, oh man but as we alluded to earlier it's uh tud m-o-p-t but uh before we can celebrate too much we need to hear that special song from award-winning artist award-winning artist <laughs> jordan from the Red Play podcast uh i like how we could do that i like how we can just make people the word <laughs> it's better than winning a grammy here is yeah. the mug of wisdom Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Test your handle. Mug of wisdom! Drink. Mug of wisdom! All right, Jordan, thank you, as always. Uh, check them out, like my podcast. Um, but, Todd, M-O-P-T, tell us how we're going to fill up this handle with Frosty oh, Wisdom. Wait, wait, where, where my, where's my M-O-P-T honks? Uh, they're right here. Honk, 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 honk. <laughs> Five times running, man of people, comma, Todd. Man of people, comma, Todd. It is all is right in the world, and because of that, Chris is going to go first. 
Why do I have to go first? Because all is right in the world. No, nothing is right in the world. Look at those bad hash marks. I mean, we still have, we still each have four legitimate hash marks. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. I don't. I'm down. I'm still at two. I got a long way okay, to go. Okay, that's true. That's true. Okay, me and Todd at least. Yeah, you guys should have heard the pregame. Our patrons know what's up. Uh, that's true. That is true. I thought you were. I thought you were honed in. To be fair, but uh, I. You know what? I was just. I was just going out there because it was the same number of check-ins. I thought I had to be fake. That's. But, uh, oh, could you imagine? That would. <laughs> but no more. No more stalling, Chris. Okay. All right. So I have something. A small gadget that. Okay, gadget is probably an over exaggeration of what this is, Uh-oh. but it has. <laughs> I'm sniffing. Do you use it on, with the blue screen. I do not use it on the the, the blue thing. <laughs> the blue thing. Uh, no, but I'm there's something. A, I, a worst people or a worst handle nominee. I don't think so. I don't think so. Um, so I, okay, good, good for good for him. Uh, so I used to run into this issue all the time while streaming, um, where my phone would have not a place in the world. No, no place for my phones. Uh, and you know, I use it to check up on stream stats sometimes, things like that. So I actually uh, went out on a limb and I bought myself, and I don't know if we've done one of these before, but it's pretty easy, pretty simple, just a little phone stand. Just a little phone stand you keep on your desk. Nothing too crazy. I just dropped it in my beer, so that's cool. Tud's got one too. So I oh, mean, look at you guys yeah, with see? your phone stands. Phone stands. Um, it's, uh, they're cordless, they're wireless, there's no electricity to them. No gadget. Like. It, yeah, it's probably just not a gadget. Piece of plastic. Just a piece of plastic. <laughs> but, you know, it, it, it has come in handy, especially I know I don't do them as much anymore or ever. But I used to do Instagram lives, and I used to use, like, the back of my microphone stand to, like, keep it propped up. And mm-hmm. I was looking at some that were like, oh, they're so extravagant, blah, blah, blah. And I was like, you know what? I don't need anything fancy. No frills, no whistles. Uh, if you don't have one, if you spend a lot of time at a desk, it's definitely worth picking one up, I think. Um, because it's just, it's very neat, very handy. You can put your little, put it there, put it over there. You can have it this way. And it's just, uh, you know, it helps. It helps me For those out, of so. you who weren't watching, <laughs> when, he, when Chris did good, he meant landscape. That's what, that's what he was doing. So, uh, so uh, I, I was sitting here thinking, I was like, oh, man, I don't know if I'm going to have a handle. And as I'm looking on my phone for a handle, I'm like, you know what? It, my phone is on a handle. It's perfect. So um, It's a literal handle. It's a literal handle. So uh, if, if, you don't, if you don't have one of these, uh, yeah, consider picking one up. It has helped my life immensely over the last, I guess, couple months. So Okay, cool. There you go. I like it. Yeah, I'll put a link in the show notes to the cheapest one on Amazon. That's what I did. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so, Obert, I'm going to have you go next. Okay. Um, I also was thinking about a handle today, and I decided my old, my old fallback is, uh, is dinner, what I had for dinner tonight. This is um, – it's the time of year when um, you can get a pretty good price on a, on a nice cut of meat. I I made myself a corn corn beef tonight. A corn uh, corn beef? Uh, just a regular corn beef. It was it was on sale. Um, but it's also it's just great. It's a great time. We're we're approaching the end of stew season, folks. So if if you have made it this far into the winter and you haven't been cooking those nice beef stews, making a brisket, uh, doing whatever, I uh, I think now's the time. Now you can get a pretty good sale because soon it's gonna be too. Too hot to turn the oven on for that much. If you live in North Carolina, sorry, this handle does no longer applies to you. It's, uh, <laughs> yeah, no, nope. it's, it's been passed. Um, but uh, part of this handle is I want to recommend a YouTube cooking channel that I'm a fan of. Uh, the The title of the videos is "Binging with Babish" is the guy's name. I really like how he sets up his cooking videos. I want to recommend in particular his beef wellington video um yeah i've only made a beef wellington once in my life but i i want to make another one coming up soon what can i ask what a beef wellington is yeah yeah and you can actually if you if you want you can click the link right in the show notes to find out oh okay uh, i'll spoil it yep okay but i'll spoil it for for you in the meantime it's basically a center cut beef tenderloin that you sear all around. You re you coat it in a uh, mushroom and liver pate mixture. Wrap it in a puff pastry. Bake it, and it comes out phenomenal. It's it's one of the m- most 
elegant, decadent meals that you'll ever have, Todd. Um, my problem is I don't. It's like not something you have good leftover. You kind of you kind of need to cook for a crowd with it because you want to have a whole tenderloin. You want to eat it in one sitting. Um, but I like binging with Babish because he's no nonsense. He gets right to the point. And his very soothing voice, if you're someone who maybe likes to fall asleep watching YouTube videos, um, this would be someone to watch. If you're someone who likes cooking shows, if you like the Food Network, this would be a good YouTube channel. Um, this is actually, I, I got to shout out Larissa. She gives me a lot of handle ideas. She was the one who turned me on to this years ago. Um, but Binging with Babish, especially his Beef Wellington video, which again is in the show notes. Check him out. Um, and also... Get out there and enjoy the enjoy stew season before it's gone, folks. Enjoy uh, enjoy that hearty meals while you can. So kind of a two for one handle, but um, that's all I got. Todd, take it away. Sure. So my handle this week is a is a food item as well, um, but it's not like a cooking channel. It's called it's called Truff Hot Sauce. Have you guys heard of this before? Can you spell that? T R U F F. Truff Hot Sauce. Never heard of Correct. it. Correct. Uh, keep so keep it, keep going, please, please. Keep spelling. <laughs> so, um, it is what it is is it's a truffle hot sauce. Um, so it's considered a gourmet hot hot sauce made with ripe chili peppers, black truffle oil, um, agave nectar, and you basically you, you can buy it and you can pour it on top of on food. Just a little bit goes a long way with this stuff. Just given the the truffle flavor, um, kind of like truffle oil does on normal things. But if you're looking to add a truffle flavor to some food and add a little bit of heat to it too, Truff Hot Sauce is something really cool that I highly recommend trying. Um, they make a, a white Truff Hot Sauce too, made with white truffle. Um, a normal Truff Hot Sauce, and they make like an extra spicy Truff Hot Sauce, which I've heard is really good, but I have not tried that one yet. That's that's cool. What if, what do you like to use it on? So, personally, I use it as a uh, popcorn seasoning. Ooh. Mm. Yes. Yeah, so you get a little bit of spicy truffle flavored hot or truffle flavored popcorn, which is delicious. Next week I will uh possibly reveal my handle for popcorn best popcorn maker. Well, I was gonna ask the logistics on this. I mean, do you just like throw a bag in the microwave and you just dump it on or how do you how do you get this hot sauce on the popcorn? I cannot tell you until next week. That's not a handle, Todd. <laughs> It you is. Leave us with a handle. It is. Yeah, because it's truff hot sauce. Because you can put it on anything. Put that shit on anything. Pasta, throw it on in. You got some rice, throw it on that. If you want anything that, that you want truffle flavored as well as spicy, put that shit on. you put hot sauce on your pasta? No, but I guess you could. Do you put hot sauce on your rice? I've done that, yeah. And Ted, you're living in a whole different world than I am. And I applaud you for that. <laughs> I mean, what, what, are you, what do you put on plain white rice? Anything you want, right? Yeah, I won't argue with that. I mean, how do you make Mexican rice? You add some some salsa to it. Same thing, right? Kinda. Yeah, I didn't know that's how you made Mexican rice at all. I thought you made Mexican cannolis by adding salt, but I don't know. <laughs> that's that's funny. <laughs> so with that, thank you all for listening. I would like to thank you all. With that, we'd like to thank you all for listening. We'd like to thank the breweries that provided today's beers. I will go first and thank Shabin for their salted caramel cannoli ale. And I will also thank Mama the Pod for providing this to me on Easter. You know, side side thank you to Torianne for finding it in the yard and <laughs> giving it to me. Official beer finder. Official beer finder of the pod. There we go. <laughs> Uh, I would like to thank this little startup named Guinness uh, for their nitro cold brew coffee. And I want to thank Bitterroot Brewing for their snow church. Please head over to social media and follow us everywhere at DAWF Podcast. Also make sure you hashtag follow the email at DAWFpodcast at gmail.com. Also please make sure you head over to the Discord and join the discussion over there as well. And make sure you head over to Patreon if you would like even more content from us for as little as 25 cents a week. You can be a member of our Patreon and you can listen to a bonus episode that comes out every week. This week, Obert shared a beer with us on the pregame. So if you want to hear a little bit more about what Obert's pregame drink was, please head over there. And like I said, for as little as 25 cents a week. Also, finally, please make sure you head over to iTunes. Leave us a five-star rating and a review. And tell your friends and family about this podcast if you think they may enjoy beer as well. And with that, my name is Tud. My name's Chris. And I'm Obert. And remember, if you're drinking alone, do it with friends. I'm lost. I, I, get lost. I clicked a button, and all I could see was Chris's face. And I couldn't <laughs> see anything else. Sounds like a wonder drug. <laughs>
And I was like, I don't know how to get back. My webcam is a wonderland. It's a wonderland I'd like to get off. Crystal, too. You keep on missing her. I do, I know. It's ridiculous. Maybe uh, next time we have a lot.